Welcome to Truth Talks. I'm Leanne Tomasevich, and today we're in collaboration with Aura. We're celebrating those who have gone above and beyond to deliver work of the highest order, achieving impact in their organizations. And as a sponsor of the Individual Impact Client Side Award, we're interviewing each of the four finalists to better understand how they have made an impact and any advice they can give us so that we too can improve the influence we have in our organizations. Now, before we meet the finalists, I'd like to introduce you to Suzanne Luthka. She's founder of Fathom Research Consultancy and marketing leader Aura, and she's going to tell us a bit more about what Aura does and the award itself. So Aura is a membership organisation and it's exclusively for people working client-side in market research. Um, and apart from the Auras, we run about 25 events each year, uh, some online, some face-to-face. And our membership spans some of the biggest research teams out there, people like Diageo, Sky, NatWest are all long-time members. But we've also got lots of really small research teams as well, people often one or two researchers for whom Aura effectively becomes their extended team. So what they've all got in common is this desire to grow, to learn from each other, and to raise the profile of research and insight within their organization. So delivering impact has always been very much at the heart of everything that Aura does. Um, and we have our Insight Impact Award that you're probably familiar with, which celebrates case studies, you know, work that's had a massive impact on organizations, and that can be contributing towards profitability. It can be about helping businesses understand their customers better. It can be about influencing stakeholders to think differently. And, and last year, that was won by BT with a customer closeness company um, who brought customers into the organization at speed and at scale to change the culture of the organization, help businesses make better decisions and raise the profile of the research team. But of course, that work that wins Insight Impact is usually a project and it's usually a team effort. And we recognize that there are probably hundreds of people in individual insight teams who are making an impact on an almost daily basis who don't get that opportunity to be celebrated in the same way as a high profile project. And, and that's why we wanted to celebrate them. So we were looking for in the nominations, people who demonstrated uh, the mindset and behaviors that bring about impact. So genuine team players, people with that can-do attitude, people that you know you can trust to go the extra mile to deliver not just great work, but also be a hugely positive impact on the team as well. Now, one of, the, of our finalists for the award is Bradley Bain, who is a qualitative research specialist at Barclays. Now, unfortunately, he's unable to be here to speak to us, but we do have David Woodley, head of qualitative research at Barclays, who nominated Bradley for this award and who is able to share all the details with us today. So welcome, David. Thank you. <laughs> So tell us, David, what stood out to you that led you to make this submission? So I think there's a number of a number of things. So I think sort of Bradley's ability to stay stay calm and focused. So imagine this this project where you're getting five disparate research projects briefed to you within a two hour session. You then have to create a discussion guide that naturally flows and meets the needs of those five different stakeholder groups. You've then got an intense period of moderation, two or three days. You've then got to turn around the debrief in about three days, plus also then coordinating all the video um, production. And you're then kicking off the next, next month's um, wave 
um, before the previous one has even been debriefed. So I think that very much of staying, staying calm, calm and, calm and focused under a bit of pressure. And then the other thing in terms of it's Bradley that, that is just sort of, just sort of is particularly impressive is his moderating skills. You know, he's especially good at sort of building trust and rapport with respondents. You know, he's pretty much a masterclass in moderating each e each month, um, you know, particularly around a sort of conversational and sort of very sort of dis disarming kind of um, approach. Um, you know, he's, he's able to get the, you know, the extract the maximum insight from each of the participants, his natural curiosity, sharp attention to detail, and also some just some of his probes, just some inspired probes, you know, very much sort of um, batting off um, what the what the participant is um, saying. I am. Um, I think also as part of that, the ability to uh, also work with vulnerable participants. So having, you know, being able to navigate particularly challenging conversations with, you know, a particularly friendly and empathetic style. I think what, what makes it even more impressive is that he, he only joined the team in Q3 last year. So he's doing this in a brand new sector, in a newly formed team, whilst also adapting to um, life client side. Mm -hmm. Great. And uh, what is it? I mean, uh, it's interesting, actually, some of the themes coming through. It's sometimes it seems to be when something changes or someone is new or looking at something in a new way that seems to be the catalyst mm -hmm. for change and then and then creating that change in a, an impactful way. Do you, mm. do you think there's something in that or? I think I think if that's. That change is the yeah the, is the the catalyst for something. Mm -hmm. I think probably what Bradley does especially well is sort of around his sort of in, in his behaviour. So by by that I mean sort of curiosity. So mm -hmm. curiosity, natural curiosity, which I think all, all researchers have a sort of a natural mm -hmm. tendency towards, but also in terms of curiosity about you know for example, well how could we potentially improve improve the the, the program? So it's that never never settling, always never 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 standing still mm -hmm. you know so whether that's you know thinking about how is he going to drive engagement through additional video content how are we going to um, create more of a logical or structured model to the discussion guide you know how are we going to you know build profile and engagement with some of our podcasts for example Mm -hmm. equally sort of curiosity and sort of for, for himself you know so you know they're very much about how does he he improve himself on a continuous continuous basis so what can he do do, do differently what can he do do better as well mm -hmm. so I think that's sort of never 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 settling mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I, I guess then it's that sort of comes on to some of the qualities that someone might have is that what is that never standing still do you think that's a mindset have you have you seen it before in other people? Or I'm just trying to understand what's the connection between those, like I feel like the people who have been nominated, mm. they're just constantly t looking at things in a new way, mm. or just, I guess it's that constant desire to be better. I think that that and or just, just questioning. So, yeah. you know, sort of if, you know, if we put a, put a question or a, a, a challenge or a business problem to Bradley. It's it's literally it's it's impressive how many time how many different questions he could reel off, okay. you know, to unpick that problem, um, and it's you almost have to sort of 
hold him back and sort of stop stop him sort of saying too too many things because he's just literally all of the time thinking 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 of of what that might mean and especially from both the, the customer perspective and then also well what does that mean for the for the business as well mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's interesting actually because uh, i've been doing a running a session on a, having a questioning mindset that actually the mm-hmm. more that you question the sharper the solution yeah. because actually it's through questions that you kind of get to a better answer yeah, I think it's that and then sort of and the, through the hypotheses as well. So being yeah. able to to properly flesh those out, structure those. Um, and, you know, that's great because it then, you know, part of that helps helps make a more natural, natural discussion guide, mm-hmm. ensuring that you're then going to be able to you know, answer all the questions that the stakeholders want. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, was there a moment that you thought, oh, gosh, you know, like this is really great, like we're actually really making a difference to the business, and obviously Bradley's instrumental to yeah. that. So, I think there's a couple of there's a couple of things. So, we we have an internal recognition system, and sort of very early on, it was sort of a almost a disproportional number of um, of, of thank yous and glowing glowing endorsements and recommendations mm-hmm. for 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 Bradley. So, a lot of you know a lot of sort of compliments about his his moderation and sort of the ability to um, engage with. Um, customers and non-customers. I think the other the other thing that that it helped us do so through Bradley's work and the profile of the the panels program, it it's it's, it's raised the profile of of the, the internal qual team, but also of the wider insight insight function and all of our separate practices. So it's that ability to keep us keep us front of front of mind with our stakeholders and almost that regular. That having that regular cadence of high quality um, out, outputs that are landing on the desks of all of our all of our you know really senior leaders, mm-hmm. keeping keeping insight at the the core of the organisation. Mm-hmm. You, and you talked about that regular cadence of output. Is that something new, or how does that? What role does that play in some of this? I think for 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 us, I don't think we've. It's probably the the longest running sort of longitudinal regular study that I think we've we've done in a long, long, a long, long time. Yeah. So I think it is. It is. It is. It's certainly new, new to Barclays, mm-hmm. and I think. I think it's a good it's a good way to kind of galvanise both um, our team, the Insight business partners, also all of the product owners, the marketing teams, mm-hmm. and it's that almost that excuse for for us to kind of come together and just think purely about the customer, purely about mm-hmm. that sort of understanding. Well, what what um, what are they thinking? How are they feeling? Aspirations, you know, the role of Barclays, mm-hmm. and also it's a great opportunity to for us to test some sort of early early stage concepts. Mm-hmm. So, again, that sort of drumbeat. So rather than having to create a brand new brand new survey or brand new sort of research research program, mm-hmm. the business can get that very very early read of is is there something in an idea that we then follow up with a far more sort of robust piece of research. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so there's a bit of agility and responsiveness and it feels like there's an alignment role as well in that, aligning the senior team together or yeah. giving a, enabling an opportunity to talk about what's important to the business and what we need to be doing. Yeah, and I think you know part of that comes down to you know how we've structured the the the, the discussion. So you know starting relatively mm-hmm. relatively broad with the key sort of macro themes, mm-hmm. being able to um, 
go back to those on a on a monthly basis to get that sort of longitudinal longitudinal view. Um, but then also being able to deliver to what what the individual business the business needs are as well, and I think that's where sort of the the the, the agility that Bradley and the sort of the, the the fast thinking that Bradley brings to it in terms of that you know the, those macro themes, but then also really really naturally then flowing into you know one of five potentially disparate disparate topics, whether that's you know if it's about the future of buy now pay later through to green home rewards program through to social purpose being able to skip skip with um you know sort of real ease across all of those different those different topics mm-hmm. uh, one of the ways uh, that so- someone else another finalist talked about as a metric for them and knowing that they were achieving impact was actually just being invited to more meetings mm-hmm. and actually and given more time in those meetings do you think that is a is that a reliable indicator? Do you think for you? I think it's I think it's a good one. So yeah. again, so to follow on that sort of what Bradley sort of almost won the opportunity to do was to basically co-present on something called a State of the Nation. So it's an opportunity for us to bring together a lot of our kind of quant, our competitor and market market trend and marketing information, to then be able to to sort of put the, the the qualitative angle to that as well and very much being able to sort of pull through all of the the insights that he saw from the panels in order to, to put together a more sort of holistic holistic story for for what is you know goes to sort of 40,000 um, Barclays UK colleagues amazing that sounds brilliant is that a, is that a first it's yeah for our team yes I think it's sort of a first but it's also kind of high high pressure high stakes you know sort of and I think that's you know that's something that that I think he's had to get used to as part of this program so in terms of you know sort of very much delivering to you know with eyes eyes on both the uh, the, the research sessions but also the debriefs from some of the the, the biggest product lines within the business um, and when you get you know some of our you know, our MDs complimenting Bradley on his abilities. Um, I think, you know, it's absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Can you tell me a bit more about, you, you talk about high pressure, high stakes. What is it that's making that so high pressure? So the the, the, the customer panels is pr- probably one of the, 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 the flagship tenants to our BUK, uh, the Barclays UK customer closeness program. So, you know, that that is, you know, line of sight all the way up to, our executive committee and onto onto the board, um, so that's in terms of high high profile. I think in terms of high stakes, you know, within every single one of the uh, research sessions, he might have sort of 40, 50 people watching live, and then up to 100, 100 plus people then listening into the the, the debriefs. So. You know, I don't think there's many, many sort of client side projects where we would have that that level of that level of engagement. Mm. What what has driven that level of engagement? What has been the crucial factors? I know it covers all the things that we've talked about already, but what is it about this that has created that level of interest? I think some of it's uh, quite timely. So in terms of you know, sort of things, things are moving at considerable considerable pace. So our ability to keep 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 the insight keep the insights flowing, but in a relevant and meaningful way. So I think that's one of the one of the things that attracts our stakeholders to kind of lean lean in to be able to get closer to how customers are currently currently feeling. Uh-huh. And sorry, can I just ask you? I mean, you say a relevant and meaningful way. What, what is what do you mean by that? 
So, for example, you know, we've just had the interest rate rise. Mm. So how, you know, what, mm. what is that currently meaning to, to our mortgage customers? How are they, how are they coping? What are they, what are they thinking of doing? You know, so for the, the fixed rate customers coming off in the next year, what are they thinking right, right now? What do we need to be telling the, our mortgage teams to, to be able to, to kind of, um, to, to, to react to how customers are currently feeling. What are the ways that you can define that or metrics for it or measure it? I don't know if you've got anything else to add on terms of what how you see this as being impactful. So I think some of it is is cost savings. So being able mm-hmm. to the whole the whole idea of bringing bringing a or creating a qualitative research team internally is an opportunity to to reduce costs. I think the other the other important thing about this program is is around that agility. So the ability for us to to be able to to test early stage concepts on a on a really really frequent and regular basis. So it's it's, you know, it's, it's great for for us to be able to demonstrate the speed of which we are able to um, get that initial brief to then be able to respond very very quickly back to back to the teams mm-hmm. and i think i think so it's around so 300% increase in the ability for us to to um, the, the cadence of that testing of of new ideas okay that's massive huge yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, and what what was the tr- trigger then because actually you've it sounds like you've made an investment to kind of change how you're doing things what was the trigger for that in addition to some cost savings, is there anything I, else? I think part of it, it was to, for us to remain relevant and have have that almost that 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 seat at that t- seat at the table. So that that excuse to to be able to engage with the business on a regular on a regular basis. So a lot of our, our other programs or other pieces of work are very much sort of ad hoc. And that's fantastic in the in the moment. Um, the, the the beauty of this program is it enables us to go to go back on a on a monthly base, on a monthly basis time after time. And you know that that means that we you know we add significant value to to the business. I think it's also part of it is 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 almost a bit of it's a bit of pressure to the business to kind of say, right, well, what, what new ideas have you got? What, what, what hypotheses have you got about, um, of, uh, about our customers? Um, so I think there is a bit of a sort of a, a push from our side to, with expectations on the business to almost uh, help, help them become more customer-centric. And I think that that regular monthly drumbeat and the thing that sort of Bradley, Bradley will drive is... Is, is that expectation that they are coming to us with with new hypotheses, new concepts, and new ideas? Mm-hmm. So you, it's actually the insight team pushing the business. Feels like is actually has had the most value as yeah. part of this. Yeah, and 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 how do they feel about being pushed in that way? Do you think it's is they, are they is that making them kind of feel excited or? So it's, it's a it's a brilliant brilliant problem to have. So having a a research vehicle that you can you have the ability to test all of your new ideas your new hypotheses i mean who who wouldn't who wouldn't want that and sort of invest a little bit of time in terms of thinking thinking through you know how things are going to change how your customers are impacted what's what's on the horizon how can how can barclays better better help these people yeah yeah absolutely i think there's a lot of talk around the need for insight teams to be bolder and braver 
in what it's telling and how it's pushing the business forward. And it feels like that's exactly mm -hmm. what you're doing. Yeah, so so through through things like the podcast, video, video production, I think that's where we are also then able to bring bring to life and, you know, in a way to be to be bold. Yeah. Uh, well, you've talked about the ways that you've been able to demonstrate impact. So there are cost savings. You're able to be much more agile. Mm -hmm. You can test more in the moment. You can push a business forward. Is there anything else that has made you think actually, actually, this is having an this is having impact because of these other mm -hmm. reasons? So I think an, an, another one is is about sort of being an inspiration to others. So I think you know, it's, it's setting a new, new and high and increasing bar internally in terms of the, the quality, the quality of the moderation. And I think what, what that is then also doing is, is kind of being an inspiration for, you know, the other sort of 80 odd members within the, the insight team. So, you know, so therefore being able to raise the collective bar and our collective impact. Okay. Okay, well, that sounds like a bit of pressure. <laughs> <laughs> Applying pressure and then pressure coming back, but obviously it feels exciting as well. I mean, I think Bradley's Bradley has the ability to sort of cover cover some some of that. I think he's you know I think one of the one of his characteristics is sort of being confident but also humble. So I think you know sort of that that naturally naturally confident, but not but not to to, to an arrogant level, yeah. um, but then also humble, being able to understand you know where where he he he, he might need to improve, yeah. as I mentioned earlier about sort of that that constant improvement. So you know identifying that and then working actively to try and try and close those gaps. There's a number of different ways in terms of that that collaboration. So I think some of it's with the other members of the team. So. I think one of the you know so one of the things that Bradley does does do is that for for some of the more uh, for some of the uh, research execs being able to create sort of development opportunities for for them within the program so it's not just about himself but it's also about fostering fostering others about being able to 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 give those opportunities to to the research research execs for them to be able to be part part of the program um you know, so whether whether that is doing some you know, so some pilot interviews, so away from away from our our stakeholders, but those sort of pilot interviews in a safe a safer environment, uh, you know, that's the, some, one of the things that he's sort of pioneered as part of the program. So, if we were trying to replicate another Bradley in this room right now, what what would we be looking for? What what sort of mindset or behaviours, or do you think? I think part of it is around. I mentioned earlier around mm -hmm. curiosity. Mm -hmm. So curiosity, I think, sort of linked to a growth growth mindset. Mm -hmm. So I think that again, that comes through within the within the moderation, within the the project management, within the stakeholder engagement. So I think that's in terms of a almost a, a, a skill set or a mindset. I think what what I would then be looking for, or how that might come across to others, is is almost getting to a position of a, a trusted advisor. So in terms of having having that expertise, expertise in understanding our customers, that reliability of delivery, and also just a you know genuine passion for for revealing powerful customer insights. And I think those three things that 
that come together mm -hmm. to then be a trusted advisor so that our business partners, our stakeholders are then looking looking to us as a, you know, a, a, a consultant or a sort of font of knowledge, as it were, about how customers are currently, currently feeling. Mm -hmm. And then in your career, if you've seen actually where... I guess where individuals or where the team has been less impactful or, mm. or, or maybe failed to have impact, what has gone wrong? What, what, what wasn't present or didn't happen? I think some of some, you know, coming back to that, that previous answer in terms of that trusted advisor status. So I think, yeah, there's probably examples where individuals had the expertise, even mm -hmm. they had reliable delivery, but I think it's that genuine or almost in, infectious, inf, you know, infectious passion for understanding understanding customers, you know, wanting wanting to spend, you know, loving spending time with with customers. Mm -hmm. You know, I think you know, I, I don't necessarily see that that so frequently, but that that genuine really looking forward to you know he's got panels this afternoon and this evening sort of just you know itching itching to get going yeah yeah it's interesting because actually well having worked with a lot of different team members on agency side and bringing people through the ranks and and then when you get a feedback from a client actually it's always about the element of passion and that a passion that someone has and even if you could be moderate on other elements but that passion, people just love to to tap into that and to mm. be connected by it. So I don't know. It's probably a bit underrated. Um, I, you know, one of the questions I've been asking the finalists is 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 if they have any influences. You know, if there's a a mentor or a formative book or something that helps that's helped them think about how they see their work or their approach to their work and, you know, that relentlessness, you know, where does it come from? Or is it something that you just watch and observe growing up? Um, I, I don't know if, I don't know if you've had a discussion with Bradley about this or, or, or maybe you want to answer this yourself, but have you got anything to add there? I'm, I'm sure if Bradley was here, he will, he will pull something out of the, um, National Hockey League archives <laughs> and some amazing, amazing coach that won all the championships. <laughs> and so I think there's there's a lot about he he, he coaches um, ice hockey over in Oxford, and so I think a lot of a lot of the inspiration was probably will probably have taken from from off, off off the ice as it were. So you know how to deal with others, how to manage conflict. Um, how to motivate people, how to get on with people. So I think not necessarily a book, but sort of a a, a, a sport, a sport and or, yeah, a, a, basically a sport. So I, I guess to, you know, there's, there's people listening who are thinking, well, actually, I want to have more impact in my organisation or what can we do as a team to be more impactful? What What are your words of wisdom or what advice could you give them? I think there's a there's a degree around de determination and tenacity. So I think part of that is is through hunting hunting down those insights. So you know, not 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 giving up. And again, you know that that will come through in terms of the in terms of the moderation. So what's what's that insightful probe that that follow up question that you can that you can go to that extra you know that extra step that. that um, you know, others might not necessarily take. I think the 
the other one is around that sort of growth growth mindset you know so never never settling always always thinking that there, there might be a slightly different or better way of potentially doing it and not not being shy not being shy to experiment you know i think there's there's some things that we've mm. that we've done within the program that that haven't necessarily worked but you know we've tried them we've tried them and sort of learnt and, and moved on you know there's some things that didn't necessarily go to plan but actually how do you turn that into a to an opportunity and i think as as a result it's you know it's, it's having that that you know that that mindset to be able to think slightly differently that you know a setback might also be a, a, an opportunity okay so so in terms of the award and being a finalist and obviously i don't know if the decisions have been made yet but what does this mean for you to Bradley, the team, you know, today and, and I guess in the future. Mm -hmm. So I think firstly for, for 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 Bradley, I think it's a it's it's a, a huge stamp of approval in terms of 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 his capabilities within within Barclays. You know, I think that's gonna give him a massive confidence boost for for, mm. for future projects. Mm -hmm. I think also just for for the team, you know, we are a you know a, a new team, just just ten months old. It's also a bit of a unique you know, unique setup, having a you know a, a qualitative, hands-on research team client side. So I think part of part of this is also kind of a, a sort of a for us a big tick in terms of the the, the reason for the teams being you know, it's the operating model and the, the the business model. So I think it's sort of a you know. A, a fantastic endorsement of, of of what we're trying to do at Barclays. Mm -hmm. And it, it it does sound new in terms of the hands-on qual or in terms of this new team that you've created. Uh, although I've seen a lot of a lot more that seems to be going in-house. Is there a is there a reason for that, or what do you think? What was the driver behind that? So I think some of it is around uh, agility. So being able to, you know, needing to set up POs and all of that kind of stuff, we 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 don't have to do. So we can start mm. straight away. I think it's also just being sort of the the intimacy with the the business and our business partners. So you know, we we can be there at at the briefing briefing session or brief gathering. We can instantly start thinking about you know methodologies approaches. We can also then say, okay, right, well actually. You know what? What else? What other information might we want from our other other insights, insight practices? So whether that's quant data, complaints data, um, behavioural data, being able to instantly think about well, how do we how to begin to to pull that in straight straight away? Mm -hmm. um, I you know to some degree there there is a there, there's a cost saving, but I don't think that's the primary the primary mm. reason. I think the other thing is around sort of retained retained knowledge as well. Mm. So you know, so for us to be able to 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 do the research, and then still remain within the business and, you know, very you know, pretty much sitting next next to the the product owner who we've just delivered it for, that that ability to be able to ask you know sort of those those side of desk kind of conversations, I think sort of is is particularly powerful. Brilliant. Well, it sounds absolutely fantastic. Uh, I would love to meet Bradley, so <laughs> um, and I haven't yet, so I must. We can have a chat to him um, offline. But thank you so much. I, it's been wonderful hearing about everything that you're doing, and I've learnt a lot. Pleasure. Lovely um, to chat. Yeah. Thank you. 
So I hope you found that inspirational. I certainly did. It's been wonderful hearing from David um, and Bradley Bain as well and, and hearing all the all the wonderful things that, that he has done. Uh, and what's brilliant about this is really just that sense of helping recognize individuals and the incredible work that you know that we are all doing our industry is not easy and it's lovely to be able to call this out so um, this is just one of our episodes in our client impact series if you'd like to hear more uh, and, and you too may want to achieve further impact in your organization please follow us on truth talks we're on all of the uh, different podcast platforms or you can get in touch with us here at truth consulting at info at truth.ms